You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Podcast. I am your host and resident panelist, as always, Ryan Schlipp. Check us out online, packernet.com. Find me on Twitter, pack underscore daddy. So this is a breaking news episode. By the way, I just realized this second that I didn't upload either of the podcasts I did. So I'm going to do that as soon as this is done. And uh, you may notice that um, some of the data is outdated. For example, I've talked about Joe Barry not being fired yet. For a long time, but oh well, I worked on it, and it's gonna it's gonna have to be done. But Joe Barry officially is out. Um, it was done quickly, as I expected it to be, as I talked about on the freaking podcast that I didn't upload. I said it would probably be within the next week. Um, that's how long it took for them to come to the conclusion of firing Mike Pettin. Uh, also, when they decided to retain Joe Barry last year, it or yeah, it, it took. 24 hours. So, not going to do a very long episode, but I just want to run through very quickly um, some of the candidates that have been um, looked at so far. We'll go more in detail on these tomorrow, as well as some other possible candidates that are out there. But as of right now, these are every single person who has been interviewed right now for a defensive coordinator position, or at least some variation of that. Um, This would be a good starting point for looking at who the most valuable suitors are at this particular point in time. Chris Harris, defensive pass game coordinator uh, slash quarterbacks coach for the Titans. Terrell Williams, assistant head coach slash defensive line coach for the Titans. As I've said before, whenever you get that assistant head coach title, you know that they're trying desperately to hang on to this guy. Um, Usually a good sign that this is a very talented individual, somebody to keep an eye on. I I know nobody's looking at the Titans saying that's where I want to go. But still, a, a talented coach is a talented coach. Um, Ryan Nielsen was actually already hired by the Jacksonville Jaguars, so he is off the table, which, by the way, is why I actually think this is going to happen quickly. I know in my very skeptical mind, I'm thinking, okay, calm down. This is going to take forever. They're going to have the da 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 I think they're going to start. I mean, the reason he was fired so quickly is because they need to get moving on this. Guys are already getting hired. Guys have already done interviews. I mean, I'm, I'm literally reading you a list of people who have done interviews already. So these guys are going to start getting snatched up. And some of the guys on this list, I know for a fact, are on the Packers list. Um, So if if they have any interest, they need to get moving quickly. And they also need to declare, hey, guys, hold on. We're also on the market, so don't go making your decisions too quickly. Um, Anyways, Shane Bowen, former defensive coordinator of the Titans. Obviously, the Titans have had a a big overhaul, so that's, um, you know, a guy. Jiro Evero is obviously a very high demand, but the Panthers are currently blocking all of those interviews. That doesn't mean that he's 100% off the list. It just means that for now they're blocking them. Um, I know they were interviewing him for the head coaching job. If he does not get the head coaching job, um, he very possibly could be going somewhere else. Uh, we'll see. I mean, he he could end up leaving the Panthers and, and taking a job because, you know, obviously if he's not the head coach, he's only going to be the DC there. He'll probably be obviously getting head coaching interviews elsewhere. So either way, it's unlikely, but just saying. Um, Chris Hewitt, defensive passing game coordinator for the Ravens, somebody that we've already talked about. Definitely somebody, um, you know, a lot of the top ranking guys on the Ravens have been talked about, but 
again, whenever you see the confirmation of teams taking swings, you can um, you can be pretty sure that that's that's we were correct in that assumption. Um, the guy that I circled, double underlined as someone to really take a close look at that I think makes a lot of sense for the Packers, at least insofar as if we follow the Joe Barry model. And I don't necessarily mean that in a negative way, but you know, very close ties to Matt Lafleur and all that is Marquand Manuel, safeties coach for the Jets. I would I would be surprised if he doesn't at least get an interview with the Packers. And if you ask me to pick somebody, I'd probably lean that direction. Although I I, I do part of me thinks that the Packers uh, front office may start taking a uh, a stronger hand in this and and just you know I don't know we'll we'll see. Uh, Wink Martindale, I have no expectation of coming to Green Bay, but he obviously is in demand. Demarcus Covington, defensive line coach for the Patriots. Uh, Michael Hodges, linebackers coach for the Saints. Tom Lukabu, offensive lines coach for the Panthers. Excuse me, Tem Lukabu. Um, I, I I honestly like it when it's a an obscure person like that because when I look for somebody that's sort of this unknown commodity that's just rising through the ranks, like, you know, when you see somebody that's an old name like Wink Martindale or, you know, even somebody that's, I don't know, got a, a billion titles next to their name. They're well-known and everybody, but you get somebody on a bad team that's, you know, an outside linebacker. Like he didn't even work his way up to like run game coordinator slash head, none of that stuff. He's already getting those opportunities. You kind of start to think maybe they're um, one of those fast rising wunderkind type of people. Not saying he is, but it, it piques my interest. Christian Parker, DB's coach for the Broncos. Derek Ansley, defensive coordinator for the Chargers. Bobby Babich, linebackers coach for the Bills. Anthony Campanile, linebackers coach for the Dolphins. Denard Wilson, DB's coach for the Ravens. Another Ravens guy. Mike Caldwell, former defensive coordinator for the Jaguars. And Ron Rivera, former head coach uh, for the Commanders. And, and, and I'll just reiterate, I, I don't like the former head coach, former DC. I just, I don't like it. They've had their opportunities, and I know, like we did that with Mike Pettin. We thought it was going to be the most amazing thing. Like, oh man, he's he's this elite DC that couldn't quite hack it as a head coach, and and now we're going to give him another chance as a DC. It's like, you know, I, I just the the NFL's moved on. I, I I'm looking for the tip of the spear, you know, not somebody that was really good at it like ten years ago, but. I know there have been instances of that being successful, so I, I can't 100% rule it out. I'm just saying I'm looking for the next Matt LaFleur, you know, more so than some retread that hopefully hasn't lost all of his magic. But um, again, we can dig more into this. I just wanted to do a little breaking news episode, and um, Packer fans I know are going to be very happy. Cannot wait to get to uh, some of the Packernet After Darks, some of the more recent ones. we got a lot of catching up to do. But I'm sure there's going to be a little bit of a change of tone. And uh, we get to spend some time, probably very heavily spend some time in this because it's only going to be a short window that we're going to be able to look into this before the Packers actually hire someone. So I want to spend a good amount of time really delving into this. So anyways, um, Packer fans, rejoice. Your prayers have been answered. And um, like I said, man, well, not that you would know, but like I said, um, I think the, the time for you know, marginal improvement is done. I think the Packers need to understand how rare of a situation is that they're in. To to be this good and to be this young, you need to set your sights on dynasty. You need to really look at, okay, what's it going to take to be elite, to be the, the absolute best of the best and swing for that. 
And I think this is a necessary move. If you want to be marginally better, you can bring back Joe Barry, right? He's done well in the postseason generally. Um, not elite, but good enough. And, uh, you know, give him a couple more pieces, marginal improvement on the offensive line, or excuse me, on the offense in general with just the growth and whatever. And we can be marginally better than last year and and see if we can, you know, take a, a, a half a step forward. It feels like that's been what the Packers have done for a long time. But if you really ask the question, what's it going to take to go from where you are to a top five offense, top five defense? You know, I mean, I'm, I'm talking like the 90s Packers. Very, I mean, that was like number one offense, number one defense. It doesn't even have it. I'm just talking top five offense, top five defense, absolutely unstoppable force. That's your goal. What is it going to take to get there? Because why wouldn't that be your goal? What's it going to take to get there? This is a very good start. This is a very good start. And and now I want you to invest heavily in the trenches, okay? (laughs) Thank you very much. Get that offensive line. But anyways, all right, I'm out of here. We'll talk more about this tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye.